Hey, Marcus, you like movies? <coughs> yes, I do. Uh, Zebras in America podcast, a podcast about, amongst other things, movies, bagels, cream cheese, eggs, grits, salmonella, all types of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when it comes down to it, it's whatever, dog. You know what I, I'm saying? I had three of those things this week, and I had grits bagel and uh, eggs yo shout out to carbohydrates yeah grits are so good what do you think about uh, cheese grits they're amazing what about shrimp and grits also amazing well when done right but yeah what about fish and grits and all that pimp shit also great Doing a little housekeeping, you know. Yeah. So, Zebras in America, could could you not mess around with my guitar pedals? Does that a certain preset? You're messing with my delay, man. I'm developmentally delayed. That's what, that's what, that's what my grandpa said once in a fight. Damn. That was sad. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Anyways, happy 51st episode. All right. We had episode 50 last week. Yeah. Um, forgot to thank a couple people in the shout out because uh, I was, you know, getting ready for an operation. Was, so uh, shout out to RCN, Snafu, Teenage Mutant Ninja Urkels, Snafu's brother, Nuckfam, Muckfam, Bradley J. Cornish, Bradley A. Cornish, Rupert Pupkin, Bill Scurry, uh, yellow, uh, Skittles, and my cousin. You shouted out Snafu on the first one, though. I know, I wanted to shout him out a second time. Oh, okay, just making sure. That's my friend. I, um, I'm one of those guys, my big group of friends, they don't really care for things that I do. Not to sound depressing, but my movie blog, my podcast, when I would do DJ battles and travel the world... All that being said, I got texts from like my close personal friends like, hey, that was a really good episode 50. Because they don't really ever... They are my friends too. I guess that sounds messed up, but it's true. It's just not there. Shout out to, making your, shout out to making your friends think that you're not there for them, support their endeavors, and then surprise them with a little shout out. Because then you, you think like, oh, my life is worth nothing. And then it's like, oh, awesome episode 50. I didn't get any surprise from my friends. I'm surprised I have friends. I'm not. You don't know me that well. Anyways, uh, I literally just got back from the movies. Yes. Yeah. Because we decided to, we have a bunch of we have a bunch of things on the docket. Yeah, I saw a today. bunch of stuff this weekend. I got um, caught up a little bit. <clears throat> caught up in the moment. Yeah. Caught up in some bullshit. Mm. Um, Why do you have me see Quiet Place? Did I? I had you see another movie we'll talk about. I just said I saw Quiet Place. You were like, you should see it so we can can talk about it. Yeah. That was optional. It was fine. It was good. Like clothes are in this podcast. Yeah, and I'm taking the clothes on option. Both of us are. Um, can I can I make a funny side story? Sure. Tell you a funny side story. Sure. So me and my friend, the the original Hoodie Allen. There's 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 a rapper <laughs> named Hoodie Allen. Yeah. 
But there was another, there used to be another rapper named Hoodie Allen. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's more than one rapper named Hoodie Allen. That's kind of, I mean, I I, I believe that. It's It's not surprising. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a surprising one. Yeah. You know, if you told me that there's like more than one Humvee murder a lot, that would surprise me. Sure. Like, really? Okay. But we decided that we wanted to make a concept record. Mm -hmm. We're talking, we're talking 2002. So we made an Eskimo concept album. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a concept album about being Eskimos uh-huh. and uh, and just being peaceful Eskimos. And then these oil companies came and destroyed the land. Mm-hmm. It was not that different from, from the plot the... of On Deadly De- Ground yeah. by Steven Seagal. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like not. And... We only made three copies of this EP. It was like four songs. Nice. Okay. And one copy, because my computer died. Oh, damn. So one copy we gave to Vanilla Ice. How? When? Because <laughs> we decided to get get drunk and smoke PCP and go see a, go to a, a Vanilla Ice concert at Lemoore's. Wow. Lemoore's, the, the famous uh, Bensonhurst, Bay Ridge, whatever, um, club. Oh, that's why I don't know about that. Yeah, it closed a long time ago, but it was like a disco club, and then like it was a great club. And then yeah, I went to see Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. He did a cover of Strawberry Fields Forever, like corn style. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Strawberry Fields Forever, up yeah. in your motherfucker. Yeah. Mother. Another tangent. Uh huh. I lose my shit now every time I go to the movies, and there's a preview for Mission Impossible Seven. Done with the sickness. Yeah, yeah, I kind of laugh at that too. Yeah, and then I laugh when Superman goes like in the bathroom and gets ready to fight. He's like, I don't know what that's about. He's like, I have a mustache. Yeah, that Whoa. ruined Justice League. I had Final <laughs> Fantasy mouth, you know, all throughout Justice League. Yo, I got that Final Fantasy mouth head. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh my God! Both of us have seen Vanilla Ice live. I just remembered. So DJ Lord of the famous Public Enemy and Prophets of Rage is a good friend of mine. So whenever they come to BB Kings, he would like get me backstage passes. And I met Flavor Flav too. That's a whole other thing. But vanilla, it was Vanilla Ice, Ice T, and Public Enemy. And then at one point on stage, they had all the famous people around come out on. And it was a random group of people. It was like Ice T, Public Enemy, uh, it was Smooth the Hustler was there, Trigger the Gambler was there, Vanilla Ice. Jay with the damager and they had this like big group photo on stage. Um, there was that rapper that uh, was signed to Ice T's now defunct label. He was this Asian rapper called MSG. Laugh if you want, it's true. Uh, he never really went anywhere, but he did a song. He came out and Ice T kept pi- hyping him up. He was like, "Yo, man, <clears throat> this new dude on my label, man. His name's MSG. He's Asian, man. He's dope." And then he wasn't dope. Yeah. Yeah. But Vanilla Ice was there, and he did, and it was weird how accepted, like people, and some in an ironic way, but he was accepted by the by the crowd. I mean, you he know, did a song with Chuck D years ago too, so it's like like he pay, like he paid his deep like his <laughs> like you know he had you were you, I mean go ahead, but you could you were struggling to get out what you're about to get out, but go ahead. He paid the piper. It's not yeah, Suge Knight. <laughs> like like his his life, it's not like he's like living this amazing life. 
He is now. He I'm wasn't saying, for a while. I'm but. just saying, like, like making fun of Vanilla Ice, it's like low hanging fruit. Yes. Oh yeah. Sure. I don't. I'm not saying like I feel like 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 when someone makes fun of him, I'm like, no, stop. I feel yeah, bad yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like like it's it's it, you know like. There, there are bullies that never receive their comeuppance, and I don't even think like Vanilla Ice is really a bully. He's just like a dude in over his head, yeah. taking advantage of black music, and he shouldn't have. And and you know, she, karma course corrected his life, and very much so. I I gave him, but which is all to say, I gave him a copy of the Eskimo Concept album. Yeah, he's one of the few people to have a copy. One of the songs has the chorus. This. Is an Eskimo concept album. Okay. And one of the choruses is uh, Oils, Tanks, Blood, Mud. That's the song from when the oil company comes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and the reason why I'm even saying all of this yeah. is because my friend Scrat. What up, Scrat? Thank you for listening to the show. He, he was We made some rap songs when we were like. 17 or 18 nice. and on the Eskimo concept album he said why can't we just eat seafood with our shirts off <laughs> so we were talking about shirts optional yes um, so yeah. I was just like so now whenever the chance happens I like to eat seafood with my shirt off and, and think of my up. friend Scrat we were, we were we were like Action Bronson before Action Bronson nice my good friend Dini, DJ Dini, he would get drunk from DJ battles across the country and call me and he'd be like, yo, I'm chilling here. There's five guys, four shirts. I'm like, what? He was like, sorry, five guys, but only three shirts between the five guys. And he would just do that. There was always less shirts than guys when he would, uh, when he would call me. Shout out to Dini. He's kiss, a good dude. Kissing, kissing. That's right. Uh, no, I'm not doing it. Um, Although... <laughs> That's basically what John Krasinski did at the end of A Quiet Place. Yo, to chill, his daughter. Chill. Yeah. Um, yeah, Quiet Place. <laughs> Yo, I'm tired because of like I'm thinking something so messed up. Why would I think that? Like Tell me. It's all your fault. And then he gets killed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wakanda forever. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Oh, Quiet Place. So, Quiet Place, not the sunken place. Yes. Uh, I don't know. You had me see this stupid-ass movie. That's not fair. It's not a stupid-ass movie. It was... I didn't have you. It was just like, hey, if you want, optional. Total, I thought the the option was implicated. But it was at least a fun time. Kinda. No, that was fucked up, man. Spoiler oh. alert. It becomes signs at the end. Go ahead. Yo, fuck you, dude. <laughs> you, dude, you stole my you stole my note. That's the Oh, well, that's why we have a podcast. Okay. That's a what, good what thing. What is my quote? What is Signs as ending. Yes, that's what it says in yeah. my notepad. Yeah. Signs as ending. They Steve. they they pour uh, glasses of water <clears throat> on the ear alien. You took you took my you took my one line that I was proud of. Oh. I was typing that in the theater. Science ass ending. Well, I proved he, I, he wrote it. Yeah. And did they also show the preview for the little girl, the dollhouse movie with Tony Collette? What? You laughed at it. The la- what? What did we go see? It's like the mother. It's like a horror movie, but the little girl keeps going like in the classroom. 
And you're like, what? And you started laughing. What, what did we go see in the theater last? Um, Down with the sickness. No. I think we saw, no, we saw Unsane. Yes. And that, yeah, they showed the, it was like Tony Collette. She works on dollhouses and her mother passed away and she has a daughter. And oh. it's like a weird, like scary movie. But it's also supposed to be know. kind of funny. But yeah, I guess not. I, we, right. I, I know we, we watched a preview. Watched a preview for, for a movie about uh, sexy Hasidic ladies. Yeah. Directed by someone. What's it called? Hush? Or like. It's called Awesome. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Was Rachel Weiss and Rachel, Rachel McAdams? Adams. Yeah. As, as Hasidic ladies kissing each other? That messes with a lot of. A lot of uh, perversion ideas that I that I dealt with growing up. Oh, yeah. Rachel McAdams is a million times more beautiful in person. Well, that's saying a lot because she is a beautiful person. Yeah, they can't. I feel like Midnight in Paris captured what she looked like the most. I don't watch that racist ass movie. It was racist. Yeah. Why? What happened? I don't know. There's only white people in it, so... That's racist. <laughs> yeah. And also, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's that guy, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. No. Yeah, no. No, he doesn't get, like, cool stuff. Yeah, true. Okay. He definitely doesn't get cool stuff. But no, A Quiet Place, so... Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the Rachel McAdams <clears throat> Orthodox movie, because I want to talk about it. Kissin' Kissin'. Kissin'. It's like, kissin' kissin'. Make yeah. me some gefilte fish and you kiss your friend. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Disobedience. You got that. Disobedience. But I think it was like directed by somebody like... I think it was directed by Spike Jones. <clears throat> it was definitely not directed by Spike it's, Jones. It a thousand percent was not. It's Spike Jones joint. No. <laughs> the new, a new movie uh, by, by Spike Jones. You ever heard of him? Spike Jones? I have. <laughs> Spike Jones. I'm he, Spike Jones. Oh yeah, he's he's a, he's the dude who he went from Fantastic Woman. Oh, he's like ah, a fantastic. It can't just be a Fantastic Woman. It's got to be a Fantastic. I don't know. I don't. I don't uh, want to do that. Do what? I get uncomfortable with that stuff. What? Like racial stereotypes. How is that a racial stereotype? You were, you were doing a. You were doing a guy. Uh, what kind of guy? Pause. Sorry. I was doing... I've never done a guy. You were imitating, like, a particular kind of guy. What type of guy? Someone who could be Jewish. Well, I, I'm Jewish. That's true. That's... Yeah, and I'm not saying... I'm not telling you to stop. I'm just like, I'll wait till you're done. I don't want anything to... Like, on several episodes, you've said that, like, uh, Malcolm X Boulevard in every neighborhood is bad. I didn't... You're totally misquoting me. I told you... What other people said to me about Malcolm X and how I didn't even know what that was about. Actually, if we're gonna be if we're gonna be factual about it, and like you said, I'm black, so I'll you know. I'm just saying, if we can't, if we can't, like you and I, we're not like going hella crazy on some making fun of people shit. That's true. It's just like we're talking. That's true. You know, I do, I don't want to get like. Soy uh, baby. What? Like soy babies. Yes, I don't want to get super soy baby. And I do want to talk. I want to talk about Quiet Place a little bit. Yeah. And I and I we gave this a lot <clears throat> last week, but just to just a just a like a a thought I've had about the whole white face uh, Perkins mm-hmm. 
What was the name of the Atlanta episode? Teddy Perkins. Teddy Perkins thing is like. My thing is like. I don't think it's like a super crazy thing. I thought, if you've seen the episode uh-huh. and you've seen the the short film, uh-huh. it feels like there were there were there was stuff that was, it, it, you it would that would lead you to think that that the person who wrote mm-hmm. that saw both. Mm-hmm. But like, you can't. It's it's like apparently like people get so upset at that statement. That you must be saying that 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 the episode is bad, or that the episode stole, oh. or that like it's null and void, and it's just like, it's I just was, yeah. like shit. Don't got to be that hype. Like, I I I think, I think I, I think if if, I think the episode was fine. I think even Shaka said that. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like some like like even people talking on the internet now. It's like mm-hmm. it's like how dare you think this because. Because to have this to have this thought is all of a sudden critique, and I just think like when you say think this, think what though? Like how dare you think? How dare you think that that Donald Glover may had have gotten some ideas from someone else? Oh well, I deal with that stuff pretty regularly. Uh, given I'm a comparison guy, but yeah, I mean I was going back and forth with this one guy all day, and then he was saying Donald Glover is the most talented person in the world. I did not misquote him, and uh, it's like. Even if he was, talented people do draw inspiration from... And some of the best are very open about it, too. Like, yeah. that's like that's the thing. I, I always get worried. I always get the sigh of relief every once in a while when I do a comparison and a director comes across it and will be like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm like, whew, thank God. Because I don't want... It's easy to be like, oh, you think I'm copying? And it's, like, in a bad way. So... But yeah, no, I I, I, I agree I agree with what, what, what you're saying. But that's that's just... That goes to a lot of, like... It's hard for people to think one, you know, like, it has to be, like, one thing. Like, there's, people can get hard-lined about a lot of but stuff. But it's just so bullshit. It's, like, it's, like, also, like, even, like, people are, like, oh, well, well, you know, Kanye West is crazy now, so therefore his music's always bad, or, or like... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just, no, like, no, yo, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, he yeah, says yeah. some stuff right now that I don't agree with, but that doesn't make everything invalid. no. Absolutely not. And and also like like Kanye West, who I think is someone people are starting to compare Donald Glover to because of of ego comparisons. Sure. Like Kanye West was always very open with the inspirations that he got. Like he was like Fiona Apple's second <laughs> record was so good that I got the producer to co-produce my second record, mm. which was dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, John, yeah. John Bryan. Like, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I just like, I don't like how fickle the world is. Well, yeah. It's just like you can't have, like, like to critique something all of a sudden takes away all of it, all of its power, which is bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Quiet Place, signs-ass movie. Uh, <laughs> it was annoying because it, I saw it. Oh. At, no, because I saw it at a theater where like it like wasn't like great soundproofing so mm. like someone like there someone was watching Rampage in the other room oh damn okay so like I could tell you a lot about the film Rampage right. while watching Quiet Place right and there's this thing that I've noticed your shaking is making me nervous oh I can't that's I'm a, I'm a leg shaker I understand um there's this there's this thing I've noticed cause there's so I find watching films 
I've noticed there's two types of people that talk during movies. Okay. Um, and and one I can almost forgive. Uh-huh. And what, kids? Yeah. I can almost forgive kids. Yeah. I know you said you recently saw Annihilation. Yes. And when I went to see Annihilation, so did twenty sixteen year olds. Oh and, no. And it was yeah. oh, it no. was it was really fucking with my zen. Yeah. So I moved to a different to a different seat. Uh-huh. And and I I did some emotion dysregulation techniques. Cause, cause movies, actual movie theaters, sitting in a movie theater is one of my, is one of my mindfulness exercises mm-hmm. to work with some of my emotional response issues and, and movies, movies, especially in the theater, I turn my phone off and I'm present and I'm there. Yeah. So people talking really fucks with my Zen. But, but then there's like people I noticed tonight and I also, I went to see Isle of Dogs on Friday Oh right, you texted me. Yeah. Um, which I have like some some opinions about, uh-huh. not like strong ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but where 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 these people like their crowd reaction was just like just like answering questions out loud, or like I'm already annoyed. Yeah. Or like or like, you know, when when a mystery reveal is revealed, saying it out loud, or like, or just like. It's it's a much more frust it's act like it's a much more frustrating talking during movies. Yeah, I got fussed at for moving once from people who were talking. So Gene Carlos Esposito directed this movie that n- no one ever saw. I saw it at part of some film festival. It's about the civil rights movement, and it's got all these act. It's an all star cast. I'm surprised it didn't come out. But it's one of those opening credits where stuff is happening, and it's not blank screen credits. It's like the movie is going bottom right of the screen. There's a list of actors in it, and these two women behind me, one by one. Oh, Samuel Jackson, Danny Glover, Danny Glover, Angela, Angela Bassett, Riza, Riza. These are all people who are in this movie. <clears throat> so I kept Ju- oh, Julia Stiles, and it's like, but the movie's happening. So I stand up, and I didn't even do the like, like do the whole exasperate. I just calmly got up, moved a few seats ahead, and they start like. Oh, excuse me. Were we talking too loud? Excuse me. And then, they, but it de-escalated weirdly because I was like, "Yeah, you were," and they just didn't respond back, and it was just quiet. I think maybe I said something, and it, it shook the whole audience. But it was when I was like, "Yes, actually, you were," and then it got dead quiet. And then I watched the rest of the movie. Notice I didn't say enjoy, but I watched the rest of the movie. So, uh, spoiler alert to Quiet Place: It starts with a child getting murdered by an alien. Oh, come on. Damn. I mean, there's... I said spoiler alert. <laughs> Without any, like, one, two, three. Damn. But I'm not going to lie. That, that caught me off guard because they show that thing in the in the trailer. So you think that's something that happens, like, in the middle of the... You don't think, no, like, oh, damn, they're not no. fucking around. Yeah, but, like, kids are such assholes in the apocalypse. I got to say, if there's one takeaway from that movie, it's like kids fuck everything up. Yeah. Like, any time I went, Jesus Christ, like, it was because of a kid that did something. It's like, oh, come on, you selfish little shit. Kind of. Kind of. Like, your dad told you to stay put. Now you got to pack a bag and go do, like, all this chaos happens. Like, where the fuck were you? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, the movie starts with that, and, like, someone next to me was like, was like, he died. <laughs> And like and there and like there's a scene where they run into like a random person. Yeah. Who's just like, You want some moonshine? <laughs> he didn't say that, but he did look like <laughs> Wait, what do we go see? Where it was like 
and on the screen it said two years later, and some guy was like, two years later. Remember, and I, I was like, yeah, I know, we can read. What, what, what did we see? It was late last year, but it was like two know. years later. He said, yeah. and I'm, so I like I think those, I think that type of crowd talking, yeah, annoys me more yeah, than like people talking about regular shit. Eh. I I, I I don't know if I, I feel you I gotta think on that one they're both yeah so my thought about my thought about Quiet Place was one why would you bring a child into this world that okay that's the I let me just say to you I enjoyed A Quiet Place for the most part it's definitely one I knew before going in there don't be like oh that would never happen because it's easy to get caught up in that stuff but the one thing yes is like she wasn't pregnant, like when, so you know the deal. At, by the time we started, these ear monsters were around. Maybe they couldn't get condoms, and maybe the pullout method didn't work. The but pull it's still out method like, is really effective. Oh, all right. I, it wasn't for them. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe they were religious. I don't know. I know that that the film starts like day ninety six. Yes. And then and then you're brought to like day four ninety six. Yes. So it's over a year. Yeah, so, yeah, so, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah, so you know better. They know better. Like they had all these plans to like give birth. It just seemed like, you know, I don't know. Why would you bring like I why I would agree. you bring a baby into this world? John Krasinski's a weird dude, didn't he? Wasn't the last movie he did with brief interviews? With no, Eddie apparently he did a... There was a second movie I didn't even know about. But like football? I, I forgot the name Fo- of The football movie? No, that was George Clooney. George Clooney directed that. George Old-timey Clo- football guys. George Clooney is like a regular Claire Denis. <laughs> I don't I know guess. why I said that. Yeah, what? I don't, I don't know. know. I just saw a preview for Ocean's 8. Yeah. It made me cry. Why? What? What? what, what I have no be? idea. I think oh. I have emotional issues. Oh well, you know. Hey, I tear up at certain movies. Last last time, it was also the last time I just cried. Period. But there's that one scene in Phantom Thread. That I mean, I cried too. a little when John Krasinski died in in Quiet Place. Uh huh. When he was like, "I love you." Ah. Yeah. I cried a little. Yeah. Like you could you could have fucking warned me. Oh, speak. You could have fucking warned me about this other movie you had me see. Low lives. Low life. Are we done? Are we done talking about Quiet Place? Yeah, I mean, again, I, I, I again, I didn't say anything for, but with I a Quiet like, Place, I, feel I think sometimes it's, I feel this podcast is just me talking and you interrupting. I want to hear your opinion about Quiet Place. What? I was saying it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine. Like I said, it's fine. You have to, you know, suspend certain beliefs. Don't be like, oh, that would never happen, kind of thing. Except for the one major thing we talked about. But I, I had a fun time watching it. Um. Not nowhere near masterpiece. It probably won't end anywhere in my end of the year best of list. Aside from like, oh, I saw it, but uh, it's fine. And oh, well, the the one positive thing I do have to say is like Millicent Simmons, who I still think was very overlooked in her performance in Todd Haynes's Wonderstruck. I do like the fact that as a deaf actress, thus far she's making the movie industry kind of cater to her. And it's not so much that, like, every character she plays is deaf, obviously, because she's deaf. It's, like, every movie she's in ties in, it. like, it's it's surrounded, or, like, her, her deafness is, like, a big part of the plot of the movies that she's in. So, I, I really like that. And she's a good actress for in, at, at such a young age. She absolutely kills it in Wonderstruck. I can't say, and that movie just came and went 
way too fast for my liking. I'd rather turn this into a discussion about Wonderstruck because that movie's great. So. I started watching Wonderstruck. I haven't finished it. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, yeah, I will. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. No, it's going to no more. Remember in the 90s they used to vault Disney movies like you couldn't buy them yeah. on VHS? Yeah. Do you remember when there, on the cover of Little Mermaid there was a penis? No. Seriously? Yeah, no. I you don't remember, remember on the VHS Little Mermaid there was a penis in the sandcastle? No. And Iron Solomon's dad wrote Little Mermaid? That that I now know. Um, Seriously? I'm dead serious. I didn't know about a penis being in Little Mermaid. Not in Little Mermaid. The cover. A yeah. penis on the Little Mermaid cover. No. You remember sex in Lion King, right? No. What? I, I don't think I was into Disney movies like that anyway, so... I saw all of them, but I never was like, oh... There's a scene in in Lion King uh-huh. where Simba touches the sand, uh-huh. and if you slow motion, uh-huh. the sand goes sex. Oh. And this, this is the actual cover of The Little Mermaid. He VHS. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, I, I got it. Seriously? Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. There's a few of them. Yeah, but there's, like, clearly a penis. Yes. Did you used to play the penis game in uh, junior high? What? Do, <laughs> do you want to join the pen club? Or are you talking about the pen club? No, it's like in class... Just you would see who could say penis the loud. You would just you go penis, and then like your friend would go penis, and and then you'd have to say it louder. But the whole joke was like you get scared, so the louder you get, you just go Hah! like you would just say a distorted, you know, yeah. That sounds like a bad joke that I'm not gonna tell. <laughs> okay. I'm not. Oh, all right. You already think I'm a terrible person. I don't need more people that? think I'm a terrible person. I have demons, Marcus. That doesn't not, answer not, the question I'm I just asked. I'm not a terrible person. Yeah. I just have demons. That has nothing to do with me not thinking you're a terrible person. Do you want to join the pen club? No. Okay. You ever heard of the pen club? No. So to be so so each member of the pen club, you have to write pen on your hand uh-huh. plus the number of member you are. So you'd be pen fifteen because I'm pen fourteen. Ah, uh, I got it. I yeah. got it. Do you want to be pen fifteen? No. Okay, maybe Carlo wants to be pen fifteen. Sure. When, my pen fifteen is kind of small. Yeah, my. Oh boy. <laughs> Yo. I'm gonna use my pen fifteen to do something to your dad. Yo, it's also fucked up, like, cause, like, I know we we poke fun at Top in the Bush a lot. Well, no, we poke fun at a thing he did. He's but he's like brolic. Two things he did. Yeah, he's in, like in, in a matter of minutes. He's yeah. he's he's brawling like. Oh, he like, is. He is. Like, I hope he doesn't like want to fight me. He doesn't want to fight you or anyone. He no, that's no. He wants to punch you in the titty. I know. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Isle of Dogs. Yes, you got a yeah. Tell Have me. You about seen it. Isle of Dogs? Nope. Uh, it's adorable. Was it? Yeah. Okay. It was like Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's like. It's like, if you thought he couldn't get more idiosyncratic than Grand Budapest Hotel, he got even more. Oh, man. It's just like... You're you're making me kind of want to see it less when you say that. Oh, like, so 
Like, it was all... It was, like, imagine if the airlift scene in Grand Budapest Hotel was an entire movie with stop-motion dogs. Hmm. And if that, if, that, if that sounds cool to you, hmm. it was fine. Like... <clears throat> okay, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. My, my family friend wanted to see it. She was in the mood to to see uh to see something animated and it was like the only thing that we could think of that was animated that mm-hmm. was that was in sure um and <clears throat> you know i had i had that procedure last week and it's just been kind of a kind of difficult like i wanted to see zama this week but i just couldn't i didn't have the energy to get out there yeah so she's like oh, we'll drive to the movie theater and and i had already hear, heard about all this faux in my opinion, outrage about this movie. Uh-huh. And it was just like this movie about dogs in a future Japan where, like, some of the characters were Japanese because it was in Japan. Sure. So now, so you know, and it just made me think, like, so on our first episode of Zebras in America, yeah. we asked the question, like, can, like, can you tell stories of about people that you're not? Oh, yeah. And the answer is yes. Yeah. Like, like, I don't, the, the, the outrage at Isle of Dogs, because I understand that Wes Anderson has had some interesting presentations of Asian people in his films. Specifically, just mainly Asian Indians. He's, yes. He's got a thing. Look, I was trying to be broad. Uh, but like, it was like not an offensive movie. This is a okay. movie about Japanese people, mm-hmm. and there were some white people, mm-hmm. and the dogs spoke English, uh-huh. and and it was great. Okay. And I had a great time, and you would like it. Spoiler alert: there, there <coughs> there's a kidney transplant in the end. Great. Because I know you like kidney transplants. I do. They're um, awesome. Saved my life. It saved your life. Uh, ended my dad's, but. You know, just is what it is. Um, well, the outcome of it, you know, yeah. saved yours. I'm glad your life is okay. Yeah. Um, thanks. No, seriously. Drink, I was seriously saying thanks. Drink, drink that cilantro water, baby. Like, yeah. be oh, good. I haven't done that in a while. I'm doing it's that. Oh, I can't do that when I go home because I don't have cilantro. I'll buy some cilantro tomorrow. Anyone having kidney problems, any sort of any sort of shit like that, cilantro water, man, it's very good for you. Yes. You know, I'm not. Uh, if you take away anything from this episode, aside from Scott's clearly having a hard time, is one, don't distrust biomedical science, but also don't distrust herbology and home- homeopathic healing. Yes. Like, take that Advil if you have a headache, but there's also shit like cilantro water that's really good for you. Don't take Advil if you're. Post kidney transplant, that'll fuck you up. Yeah, if someone's having, if someone's on dialysis heavily, don't give them a banana; they'll die. Yeah. <clears throat> Juice too. If 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 you're, if you're if you have kidney disease, period, don't have a transplant. Or if you post transplant, juice. If if you can, consult with your doctor. Like go over a plan. But juicing definitely, juicing really does work. It cleanses, um, and the cilantro water, which is basically just. Uh, Putting a bunch of cilantro in water and then boiling it and then draining the water. It all that stuff is really good. Well, drink the water, not <coughs> not, not the herbs. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's what why I said drain. Yeah, that's what I meant. And if papaya, it's a, papaya is good. If it's good a li- if it's a little too funky tasting, squeeze a little lemon in there. 
Oh, I've never done that. That's it's mad oh, good. Man, what? You know what's also really good for you and good for your system and good for your breath and good for your energy is you slice up a cucumber, uh-huh. put it in some water overnight, and then uh-huh. in the morning you have like natural Gatorade. Nice. Natural football milk. Football milk. <laughs> it's really yeah. good for you. I'm serious. No, because like I'm having some health stuff. You're having some health stuff. Yeah. Actually, I can't take Advil either because it's a blood thinner. It's a, oh, sure. It's, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, listen to your body. Don't be afraid to like drink. Ginger is so good for you, man. Yeah. It don't. Yeah, it, I don't, it doesn't taste good. I don't like the taste of it. But I have a shot of ginger. It's good for you, man. Yeah. And um, yeah, to, to talk about like cultural appropriation or just like like what are like like what you're allowed to tell or not tell about stuff. I don't know. I just like I've also been laid off, so I'm reading a lot of stuff on the internet. Huh. Just people yeah. are outraged about everything, man. No, I know. But like, that is so much it makes you outraged at people being outraged at things. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just like what the fuck? Like this Janelle Janelle Monet, <clears throat> this pink song. Oh, wait. Okay. Cuz I've been busy. I just, what what happened? What what what's the problem? In reality? Nothing. In unreality, what's the problem? <sighs> I know Taylor Swift covered an Earth, Wind, Fire song, and now people want to murder her. But, like, like, come on. That's just stupid. Yeah. I, How, like, I, like, you know what? Maybe first listen to, listen to the song. I'm is sure, it, I'm sure 75% bad? of the people haven't. I haven't. But, but I haven't dissed her for, also, I haven't dissed her for covering the song. I just haven't listened to it because I don't have I, I've only, I have very few opinions about Taylor Swift. Same. I thought when she tried to become the ambassador to New York, she got she she, she course corrected herself. Uh, when she tried to to when her people tried to trademark "Hella Good" or whatever, that was stupid. Yeah. But like I I have no invested interest in her life. Yeah. I like I like um I thought Ryan Adams' cover of her record nineteen eighty eight or whatever. Uh-huh. Was what year was she born? Eighty seven. I think yeah, that's what, I don't know. 1987. But yeah. Ryan Adams covered the entire record. Oh, and it was great. Okay. And I actually liked the song "Shake It Off" because it was like a, it was like, a like a white girl covering "Hey Ya." Yeah. Well, that it's funny you say that because I remember now I'm a fan of Earl Sweatshirt, but Earl Sweatshirt went off on social media years ago when that when that video came out because he thought it was cultural appropriation and it was just like oh I'm offended, but it's like don't you rap about rape, so it's like shut up. I'm just saying. Yeah. I have so many thoughts about all of that, and I'm not sharing them on, on That's here. fine. That's fine, but I want to go back to Janelle Monet. You, you know why I'm why? not sharing it on here? Because people, like, people just, like, take me out of context, and I'm just, like, it's... And so the other thing about outrage, you, when the context is all there, people at this point choose to get frustrated sometimes out of context, because they're still strictly headline readers. There really are. At this point, you should know. I thought we'd move past that quickly, like, because people are just reading the headline, just reading the clickbait. No one's reading the full article. Or, God forbid, reading the article and then just reading one or two other things written on it to come to a conclusion. So so I, I kind of have no sympathy for dumb people like that who, like, it, you have you have all the tools are there. You're in control. Like, yeah, you have so much all, information And also, like, you have the tools at your fingertips. Us. That's what I'm you, saying. It used to be you had to, like, go buy the newspapers. Or like yeah. like watch the news. Yeah, I there was a time where I used to really carefully watch. 
uh, CNN and Fox News at night, just so I could really understand what both sides were saying. Yeah. Because to just assume, like, people are like, oh, everyone that voted for Donald Trump is an idiot and is, is homophobic and is, is racist, and it's easy to say that. I was making a face like, well, but no. Nah. It's easy to think that. And you like, are, though. You are. Go ahead. And people are like, people are like, people who watch, like, Roseanne or something, who, like, and I'm, we're not talking about the, the outrage about Roseanne. But okay. just people, people, we can. But I don't want to. But but like people are like, well, you know, people, people, and people in the Bible Belt need to know what it's like to have a son that dresses like a daughter, it's like dressed like a girl, or whatever. And like people assume that that like all what all Republicans are only not homophobic if they have gay children, right. or like they only are are not ignorant if they're grandchild dress that's right, that's just right, right. it's 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 naive to think that people are so ignorant and dumb and that's how you get such gigantic divides yeah. and yeah and then people just you just read because i'm presented without judgment because i you know like like killer mike with the joy reed thing yeah like he, he but could've... fresh off of of off this NRA double down that he kind of tried to do also. It's not just it's just yeah, like but I'm just saying L's in a but row. I'm just but saying ahead. like I'm not even trying to judge Killer Mike. I'm just saying yeah he had he, he could have taken thirty seconds. Well, that's why. But he's someone who puts himself that see that's an interesting thing because he's someone who judges others and puts himself out there as this kind of know it all. You know, so to do a lot of the pickheaded things he's been doing recently, it is kind of like. But we didn't get to Jan- I want to know what's up with Janelle Monet before we lose. Tr- what happened? I just one more thing. Sure. Because one of the things that I that I've been learning in my meditation and my therapy and shit is 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 always just stopping the art of non-reaction. So so like a lot of this stuff, if you just stop for a second, and then look, that's all it takes in a lot of these instances. Yeah. Especially like you sent someone sent you a text message like some crazy shit. You could just not you could you could just be like I'm not going to respond until I have an answer. Yeah. Instead of just going, "No, nah, f- no, nah, fuck you. <laughs> your mom is a hoe if you threw that paper, you know? <laughs> Whoever threw that paper, your mom is a hoe." I said it. What'd you say? What'd you say? I said the way he leans in though. <laughs> I said, "Whoever threw that paper, your mom's a hoe." Okay, so Janelle Monet, all of her, all of her singles on her new record are fire. By the way, okay, I like yeah. all of them. Right. She has a new song that came out this week with Grimes, uh huh, called Pink, uh huh, and is about femininity and and there's like people dancing in in uh, vulva pants, and okay. and the the is she or isn't she dating Tessa Thompson thing is raised again apparently there's talk there's talk about the fact that they might be partners or whatever okay and they also went out of their way when describing the video to say that the song is celebrating womanhood and not all women have vaginas and okay. the there was even like a couple um scenes that they that they thought showed imagery that 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 stood by that, and still, like a lot of people, a lot of trans people got offended. At what? Like what? Though. What did they get offended at specifically? There was, 
that one of the scenes celebrating that not all women have vaginas was a woman holding a pink bat. Alright, so you watch Low Life. Um, it's this movie put out by IFC Midnight. Yeah. Or like Max, you... go, oh, I'll bring up, like Max Fisher said in Wes Anderson's Rushmore. Well, moving on. Uh, you know they're canceling Latin? Because that's how I feel about what you just said. Like, okay. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's like... Yeah. And, and it's like, I don't want to be, like, aggressive or have any comments or... So, how did you find out about Low Life? How did I... F- oh, okay. So, I'm very... There's been a couple of recent films. Actually, it, so it makes sense. So, I... Over this past weekend, a couple of times I watched Entranced. Again, it's a short movie. Damn, that movie is great. It's all, it's depressing. Um, yeah. I, that's a compliment. But then, like, A Dark Song. Um, and I forget. So, IFC Midnight has a great lineup. There's some great films. So, I was on their YouTube page, like, what else is out? And then, Low Life, I saw the, the, the image of Low Life, like, the main, like, promotional image is El Monte protagonist of the film he's like sitting proudly in this chair and he has this like luchador and I'm, I'm very fascinated by luchador masks and the mythology and history behind it which the film kind of grazes though I mean it's not the movie can't go that deep because the movie's not about a lot of shit but it's like I respect any especially an American made movie that touches on the true mythology behind like the Mexican uh, luchador mask and, I watched... and the luchador mask in cinema yes in cinema and I watched the trailer, and there was a bunch of shit that made me laugh. I was like, oh, I'm renting this. And there's a couple of scenes in the... After going to the movies enough with you, I'm somewhat able to pin down stuff that'll make you laugh. So there's this one scene... Well, it's a scene in the movie. After there's this, like, <clears throat> stand, this like standoff in a hotel with all the... when The one scene where all the main characters meet up, there's, like, a little shootout, and one of the characters gets shot, and he doesn't realize it. And his friend is like, yo, dog, you got shot. Oh shit, I did. And it was it's like he literally responds like he got shot in the shoulder. He's like, "Oh shit, I did." And I pictured I pictured you laughing. So that's I, why I, I sent you that to uh, watch. I did laugh at that at that response. I just I just want to piggyback cuz I back to the cultural appropriation thing. Uh-huh. Um because and like being like, "Oh, you can't present other characters." One of my favorite movies uh One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yep. Directed by Milos Forman. Oh, passed R.I.P. Away. Rest in peace. Yeah, I just wanted... I, I, we have a film podcast to not bring yeah. up Milos well, Forman yeah, quickly. Yeah, no, I was going to say it at the end, but um, say it now. Shit. You know... Uh, he had some hits. He had he some... He had some bangers. Yeah, he had some real bangers. He had some mash. Um, <laughs> you know... No, um... Like, Hair is, like, one of my favorite musicals. Yeah. And you know, it's not. But One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh yeah, has a the... Native American character, yeah. and is the most important character in the movie in a way. Yeah. And and then in the book by I believe it was Ken Kesey who wrote that book, um, it was it's his 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 point of view, and 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 oh, I feel like I, didn't even know that. I feel like in this world you wouldn't even be able to have that movie because of the cultural appropriation. Do you think? I don't know. I mean, so I, I think I think there would be enough people. It, it would be a hashtag, uh, uh, and I'm offended hashtag for like a couple of hours, and then we'll go away. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I admit that it was a flimsy way for me to bridge Milo Foreman into this episode. 
No, no. Anyway, you know, just bridge him in. However, he's an important guy. Not, not, not a lot of foreign filmmakers can make that can make the transition he did either. He had some hits in the Czech Republic, came over to America and had bigger hits. You know. Yeah. Props, prop, props to him. Rest in peace. He was a uh, one of my. Uh, we aren't in touch anymore, but my good friend Lenka, uh, she was an architect major. She's from the Czech Republic. She put me onto his movies, uh, Fireman's Ball. And uh, Loves of a Blonde, both Criterion films. But I saw them long before they were in the Criterion collection, so I, I feel all special. <clears throat> Ragtime. He did the movie Ragtime. Yes, he did. Amadeus. Amadeus. People versus Larry Flint. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, some other stuff I can't think of. But Goya's you know. Ghosts. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got a great... Have you ever seen Chelsea Hotel, the Abel Ferrar documentary? No, I meant to. It, he, there's a whole section... Of it, like when he for after Fireman's Ball, he had to leave the country because Fireman's Ball is basically him just taking shots at the Czech um, government. So he left and he stayed at the Chelsea Hotel. And then there's this whole reunion where he goes there to see his old room and he sees like the owner of the Chelsea Hotel and they're just like reminiscing and stuff. It's it, it's really cool. It's a good movie. It's Ethan Hawke, Gabby Hoffman, a lot of cool. Grace Jones is it? It's a really cool documentary. Have you seen the documentary about Grace Jones? No, I I, I would like to though be cool she's cool cool. she's cool she's dope she's very cool these oh oh fuck okay we're actually going to talk about low lifes but speaking of documentaries and wrestling i saw the andre the giant right oh i did too yes it's one of those things like it's far i think if you are let's let's talk about low lifes come on we got to talk about low lives oh you're about to get me going on andre the giant no no i'm saying we we can let's try to end with Andre the wrestling to wrestling yeah but low life life. tell me what's 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 the plot tell me about the plot i'll rip it from the future post that i'll be putting up on pinland empire whenever i decide to do it what's pinland empire it's my website where i write i write less and compare things more now but it, it, it's it's my film site oh yeah i went platinum i finally got over a million unique views so i'm, I'm kind of happy about that i'm a i'm i'm a couple of dollars away from getting my first ad check from google so that's cool too um but yeah low life without giving too much away just be it, it's about um various characters who are essentially connected to this pregnant woman and her kidney in a seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, Pulp Fiction kind of way. And that's what I like about the movie because I think this movie, to some degree, plays... To some degree. It very much so plays with Tarantino's style. The director uh, agreed with me on Twitter the other day, by the way, so whatever. And But I think it does Tarantino's style a little better. So, here's... <clears throat> For a few reasons. But yeah, so, if I may interpret... The film is is basically... There's this... Somewhere... There's this dude who's very corrupt and uses in LA, LA, Los Angeles. Uses ICE officers to help him sell prostitutes and and sell organs. Harvest their kidneys. Harvest their kidneys. Them, yeah. And and in the midst of that is this story, this redemption story for for a motel operative and a luchador character. And a dude with the Nazi tattoo. Yeah, yeah, it's redemption in general for a few it's, people. It's, it, and and I thought it was promising, and it it the dude is talented because I got I was fucked up. I was actually pissed off at you for a minute. Jesus Christ! Because I was like, yeah, why are you doing this to me? But what specifically would make you do what? What? The, it was a very emotionally difficult <clears throat> film. There was there were there were kidney transplants. Yes. There was a dude. There there's suicide. 
Oh, that's that shit is harsh. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's an unnecessary joke about Edward Forty Hands, like the the jokes were just weird. Like they were very weird. I know. Like one of the characters is is this dude did did a bid for his man. Yeah. And he comes back, and he also might be his man's. There ain't no might. Yeah. While while his friend was in jail doing taking the rap for him, he went married his woman and had kids with him. One of those kids is probably his. But one of the kids yeah. is definitely <clears throat> more, than, yeah. more than likely. And and he comes back and he's a white dude, his man's is black. He's a white dude and he comes out of he comes out of the prison yes. with a swastika tattoo on his face. Because he got turned out by the Nazis <laughs> by the Nazis. But what's weird is how unfa like he's like his friend, his black friend's like, why do you have a swastika tattoo on your face? He's like, oh, here we go. Like, that's his, yeah. that's his initial reaction. And he's, he, but there's like a beauty to that. How he's just like, he gives people the benefit of the doubt when he's, when he, when they get to the argument. He's like, I'm just going to go my own way. He's like, this is a rough neighborhood. What? This Mexican na- na- uh, neighborhood? They'll understand. And like, right away he gets beat up because yeah. he has a swastika tattoo on his face. But he gives these people of color the benefit of the doubt. He's like... They'll see beyond this swastika because he thinks they know what he knows. Now, I'm not a Nazi. It's just I was in prison and I got turned out and they made me do this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it was confusing. I also realized it's only a matter of time before, like, that's what a rapper looks like. There will be a rapper. Yeah. I, well, there will be a rapper. Who's, who's, what's his name? He's, that, it's, he's the miss, he, there's a missing link. There's one more. He had be, stitches, snitches. No, but Stitches doesn't have a swastika. No, I know, but what I'm saying is he's the next. It's like, well, shit. Hollowhan has a white pride tattoo on his back. So let's just and and um and and I think Gunplay has a has an Adolf Hitler tattoo. Yes, he does. Oh, never mind. Yeah, he does. Which is, but that's that's different. He's Puerto Rican and black. He yeah, and and he calls it Adolf Sniffler because of cocaine. He's. He's a challenge. Yeah. He's a challenging he's an person. Guy. He's a challenging person. What What must he have been like when he was like eleven? Probably had a lot of energy. <clears throat> yeah. He's a good rapper. He's He's cool. He's cool. I don't like his Adolf Hitler tattoo. No, I like his verse on Ghetto Symphony on Aesop Rocky's uh, album. That's a good verse. But, I like that song. In general. Yeah, I'm just saying, like there there will be. A, there's a lot of but but stitches is still like he's still under he's still like raps sort of sort of no no he is i just think he's someone who would say the n-word and be like what i said it like which is a problem (laughs) he definitely is that kind of guy i'm saying i'm saying like the new school the lil zans and the the guys yeah yeah uh the skittle teeth kid takeshi well he's latino Right. Look at the charts. Look at the charts. Remember that video? Yeah. T- yeah. He got Skittle face. Yeah, he, he has Skittle everything. I'll tell you what, though. My friend my friend was trying to talk. She was like, you know, rap is like so, so like fucked up and ignorant right now. And I was like, look. I was like. Such a stock and he was, And he was like, he was like, you know, metal is so advanced. And I was like, listen, baby. Rap is is 20 years younger than, than, than metal. And 20 years ago, y'all had Limp Biscuit. And Deftones, y'all yeah. had your. Not skill. even twenty years ago. That's to twenty. Be quite that's, honest. that's twenty years ago. No, they early two no, thousands. Early. That's twenty years ago. It's still in the late. I'm just saying. Nineteen ninety eight is twenty <coughs> years ago, dog. 
But I said early they weren't out. A corn, but like Limp Biscuit was. That's like nineteen ninety eight, dog. Wow. Well, time needs to slow down. Though. Seven Dust. That's like nineteen ninety nine. Seven Dust. Oh boy. Deftones White Pony. That record's actually pretty Whoa. good. Let's not even put Deftones in the same category yeah, as some of the people. No, that we no, he, no. Look, it, shout look. out to Chino Moreno. We're sorry, we didn't mean what we. No, just no. Said. I, I'm going to let me speak. I'm going to say no, something real. Sure. Uh, yeah. They, you can't say that they didn't come from that world. They were touring with Corn and Seven Dust. Sure, and, sure. And Soulfly. Let <laughs> me say Seven Dust. In Crazy Town? <laughs> no, Crazy Town's... That's that's post. That's second yeah, sure, wave. Sure, sure. That's second <laughs> sure, wave. Sure. Yeah. The, come on. <laughs> that's weird. Also, because like, the dude from Crazy Town used to produce for The Far Side. And also, uh, early, early Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Will I Am played yeah. played uh, Rhodes on Umi Says. Did he? Him and Weldon Irvine, rest in peace. I mean, I believe it. Every, look, Black Eyed Peas' second album, a.k.a. the first album, but their second album, the, the, the instrumental after Positivity, like the one, like you let some space play, and then there's this whole, like, that's one of the most beautiful instrumentals. Yeah, ever. I mean, the Rolling, Rolling Stone magazine was just like, yeah, if the, if the Roots were from the West Coast and couldn't rap. Ouch. It wasn't nice, but they were, music, they were musically talented before they became a very different band I digress yeah so much Mm -hmm. which is to say the Deftones come from the new metal world they do they do their first record their first record was like was okay they they transcended they they did their own thing sure so so yeah White Pony is a is a a record I still jam I also listen to Perfect Circle still but I don't know that's that's not new metal that's just like prog metal that's like Tool Whatever happened to Tool? They're still doing stuff. Really? Yeah. A perfect circle. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What I'm trying to say is, is that, is that people popping shit like, get popped in your top lip. No. Uh, is that, is that, like metal had skittle teeth twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Rap is going through skittle teeth. It's only a matter of time, though, before one of those Skittle Teeth kids is like a white kid with a swastika tattoo. I, I absolutely believe you. I agree. So, I, I thought Low Life was good. Uh-huh. I thought it would have been great uh-huh. with, like, an like two hours more. Oh, well, I'd be down with that. I wanted... Basically, this story was in media rest of, of seven stories coming together. Sure. And I wanted a, I wanted the backstory of all of them. Yeah. I wanted I just wanted to see where it went. Um, I'm mad at that. It just means you wanted more. At least you didn't want less. Or I, yeah, I, I thought so. I thought it and was that's a good critique. I thought it was a flawed film, but I thought it had a lot of positives. Yeah. Um, and I I'm you know, the 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 villain the act was overacted, but the other stuff, the <laughs> that's how he acts. Have you ever have you seen Long Cops? No. It's weirder than uh, it's even weirder than Low Life, and he's the villain. He's like a crooked cop. Eric Wareheim's in it. Uh, that French Algerian guy from you know Science of Sleep, his friend Guy. Yeah. He's he's like the he's like the star of it. He's this director that's having this like crisis of uh, um, 
creativity. It's a, it, it's oh, it's directed by what's his name, Mr. Oizo. It's one of his, you know, oh. rubber. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, it's it's. I think. It might. I think it's his best movie. Marilyn Manson's in it as this like hip hop kid at the beginning of the movie. What's this movie called? It's called Wrong Cops. I feel like I. Thunderberg's to... son told me about it. Of all people, shout out to Parker. He's the man. It's really really good. It's really good. Wrong Cops. You have to see it. I'm, I will. It sounds great. There's an opening line where the villain from Low Life, he shakes this kid down for money. He's like, where the fuck were you? You should have been here an hour ago. I'm sorry. I had karate class. So he shakes him down. He takes his money. He goes, oh, by the way, I don't give a fuck about your karate instructor. That's how the movie starts. So that's all I'm going to say. I don't, yeah, I don't give a fuck about you. That's great. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, my my thoughts about it is just like, I also, I don't know what this guy's going to do, but, uh, spoiler, at the end of the movie, yeah, not the Nazi face tattoo guy, yes, takes on the mask of the luchador. Temporarily. I don't know. Yes, he even said to hold the legacy till his son gets old enough to I'm to saying win. that's that's for a long time yes I want to see that story it has sequel I'm saying yeah. the, the that the the Nazi face character yeah was like the illest character because also yes. the way he talked to yeah Monstro yeah like it was ill like he was a person and I and that's a I love Midway does I, your version have subtitles no you yeah. can turn them off so like the 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 oh yes oh when he when they speak Mexican uh, Jesus when they speak Spanish yes yes there are subtitles. What oh man I made a mistake you know what all right well hashtag me tomorrow and be outraged for ten minutes I'm not outraged and I'm talking to people listening, um, but I love the fact too that like a symbol of you just like now have something in common with George W. Bush. Okay, um, we both paint badly also when um. The whole, like, Nazi uh, thing, a sign of white supremacy, is covered up by a symbol of brown Mexican pride. I also love that kind of double, uh, whatever the term is. That's uh, metaphor. That, that's, like, that, symbolism? That, 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 that's symbolism. It's I symbolism. It's yeah. dope. Yeah. It's I dope. Like it. Yeah. What are you looking for? My charger. I had it in my hand. I'll find it. But, um... Okay. Yeah. So... I like Low Life. It, it's my favorite movie of the year so far. No bullshit. I think it's good. It's I, or top three. Yeah, it's in my it, top three. I don't know. This this year has I've seen less movies this year so far. Same. But I think it'll change. I didn't realize the like, Avengers is coming out next week. Yeah, I know. Deadpool's coming out like a month. Yeah. Um, Big stuff. Ant Man's coming out what July, June or July, something like that. Whatever. Damn, it's gonna be good. No, it's just so many movies. That's true. I need the art films. Got Zamo, Let the I'm Sunshine gonna go, in. I'm going to go... Yeah, so, I, we um, saw Let the Sunshine in. I'm I'm but, but for the listeners, too. I'm going like, to... Uh, and, and I guess we'll talk about it again when it comes out. You know? Sure. Um, and I, I wanted to see Zama this week. I just... Uh, physicality just didn't just didn't work. You'll have time. Yeah. I'll have time. I'll have Rosemary. So quickly, Andre the Giant documentary. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they... Like, one, Carrie Olwes, like, is, yeah. it's so hard to not laugh when he's talking. 
Well, because make up your mind. Where are you from, first of all? Yeah, where is Carrie Woolworth from? I, I always thought he was English, but I guess he's American who tries to be English. I don't know. But finally, Robin Hood with a British accent. Yeah. I don't it was know. in Saw, right? Yes, the first one, yes. And the last one. I didn't. I I stopped after one. Oh, it gets even more fun. Yeah, I'm Coast, sure. Costas Mandalore is in... Is in Damn, the, really? Yeah. Where the fuck's he been? He was on White... He was on Pick Offenses, dog. Oh, remember Mobsters? Remember that movie? I remember the show Pick Offenses, dog. Oh. Well, Mobsters. What about Pick Offenses, dog? I don't... I don't know what that yo, is. Yo, yo. They're making Goodfellas 2, but Irish in 2019? Yeah, Netflix what? of all things. On Netflix? With yeah. everybody from Goodfellas except for Ray Liotta? Yeah. Shout out Patty D? What about Ray Liotta? He's doing fine. He's doing just fine. He's in the. He's on that show with J Lo. Yeah. But I'm just saying, why are they doing that? Andre the Giant. Nah, I don't know. But oh yeah, Andre the Giant. I think for a guy like me who like literally purchases and rents shoot videos and all that kind of stuff, like when you know the inside out, it's like I knew you know a lot. It, it's basic, but I I that's another document. I don't think that was made for someone like like myself. But I do think after a while, it's like 90 minutes of like, you don't know how much pain he was really in. It's like, we get it. Like, there's so much more to his life, you know? And also, there's too much Hulk Hogan. Well, here's my issue. The, that racist motherfucker. Like, my issue was was that the movie was at an hour and a half. Half an hour of it was... WrestleMania 3. Was, 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 was putting Hulk Hogan over. And also, it's just like, as, as some... Andre the Giant's probably my favorite wrestler, and they just never have told the story right. Yeah. They started off good here. Yeah. But yeah, it's just uh, everything was like he was in so much pain. Yeah. He farted a lot. Yeah. There's a legendary story. Well, like, but like, for example, you could have even made the whole WrestleMania 3 more about Andre because, like, there's a technique a lot of people don't know. When you're that, I learned this from reading and learning about Yokozuna when I was a teenager. When you, when you weigh that much, the whole, oh, he body slammed the big guy. They do that move themselves. Yeah. You just position it. So for Andre the Giant, they never even got, like, they mentioned how he was in pain. But to be in pain, to essentially, to essentially flip yourself on your back, which he did, to make Hogan look good. Like, no one ever brought that up. I do wish that they brought up, well, I mean, he's, geez, so many wrestlers passed away. But the famous story that so many people attested to was, like, they, they were on a, a, a Mexican tour, the whole WWF. And Andre the Giant, obviously they wouldn't say this because it doesn't put him in a good light, but he kept calling Bad News Brown the N-word. Yeah. And Bad News Brown is that dude. He was a locker room general. So he he told the bus driver to stop the bus. And the bus driver's like, I'm not. So he he walks up to the bus, grabs the, while the bus driver's driving, grabs him by his shoulder. He's like, stop the fucking bus. So bus driver stops the bus. He gets off and challenges Andre, Andre the Giant to a fight. He didn't get up. Andre the Giant just sat there and finally people talked Bad News Brown down. And the next day, Andre the Giant apologized to him. Yeah. I read that. I read about that in the Andre Gi- Andre the Giant graphic novel. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, we talked about it in like episode three. Oh well, yeah, but Andre. I mean, Bad News Brown. He's he's uh, he's my, one of my favorites. Yeah, Number I'm just two. saying Andre the Giant. Also, like they didn't they they mentioned they like to play cards, but they didn't even mention that that it wasn't just cards. It was cribbage. Like it's just little shit, and yeah. it's just like that's good. That's cool because they, they will eventually you know sure, but and just like. And and they spent so much on WrestleMania three, that yeah. that the later years that they that they focused on the documentary was like five minutes, and it was hella depressing. And and I know, obviously, like, 
that Vince McMahon's not going to make himself look that terrible. Nope. They, they they did a very good job of trying to make him look good in that one. Yeah. Because he's kind of a terrible person. I mean, it it seems like he's made a lot of choices that have really impacted a lot of people's lives negatively. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the legacy that I would want for myself. Sure. I, I like... I, I don't know. I think there would be a really cool... I like wrestling documentaries... Mm-hmm. And and or even like not playing up the fact that like like the Jake the Snake shit like Jake the Snake would have probably loved to talk about that shit. Yeah, Andre yeah. the Giant hated it because he hates snakes. Yeah, and Jake know. the Snake Robert didn't like snakes either. I know he's yeah. he's just I'm just saying there there's there's like all this a lot of opportunity and it just seemed like a documentary about about Hulk Hogan going over. Yeah, I don't. Shit, let me. I just randomly you just triggered recently. The British Bulldog's son went to a wrestling convention to find Jake Snake Roberts and poured hot coffee in his face the other day. That literally just happened a couple of days ago. Yeah. Because he said some not nice things about British Bulldog, who would threaten his wife, a.k.a. British Bulldog's son's mom, would just, in the middle of the night, would put a gun to her head and would beat her and all that stuff. But yeah, defend that legacy. You, you go ahead. I'm sorry. British Bulldog's son's no joke. You fucked me up. I'm just stating facts, though. No, I don't give a shit. I'm not scared. Fuck you. Baby, pink, where is deepest inside? 